What's up, everyone? Welcome to Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Boss Rush Network. I am your host, LeBron Dawkins, and my teammates are here with me again tonight. Hello, Stephanie Klebov. How's it going? Going well. Ride or die crew right here. And Ride I'm or die. Snuggled up here in bed and ready for After Dark. <laughs> That's the best way to do it, right? Corey Derrick, what's up, my man? How's it going? I am also here. Thank you for inviting me on your special program. I think Corey's broken. I, I know, I know, dude. What's going on, man? Like I'm you're partying, ha- partying too much with your, uh, with your, with your work buddies. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. Uh, although <laughs> there is a rumor uh, Uh-oh. about Uh-oh. a company that, retreat that, that. coming up soon, which I'm very excited for. So a company retreat. Yeah. And where's that going to be? Uh, well, funny you should ask. Uh, Someplace now, where women have tans and barely wear any clothes? Yeah, Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is, so, that is so perfect for you. I know, I'm very... Uh, so, I mean, it's one of the... When they brought up the topic of this retreat that was one of many suggestions although i think it's probably a little bit too expensive right for 12 people ish so (laughs) i mean it would be cool though but i love the way your company thinks i know i know it's i i i I, you know like i could just as soon as like as soon as disney world showed up I I could see Corey. Corey was basically like like the Rick and Morty fans were, you know, a couple of years ago when they got the announcement that that new season was coming. Corey was probably like that, except he contained it, so it was inside his brain where he did all that all that fanboying. I mean, it's am I right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that, man. No, like, the thing the thing is, is like it's not it. It, it's not it's not Disney World, it's Disneyland, it's not... and I've never been to Disneyland. Oh, land. Oh, California. Yeah, and I've never oh, shit. I've never been to Disneyland, and it's like something I feel like I... that's pretty. I feel like that's pretty boss. Yeah. yeah, and it's like something I've wanted to do like my whole life. I think uh, it's the fact that nobody just wants to go to fucking Florida. I mean, Florida's <laughs> just hot, and well, Florida's a hot mess. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, it's a hot mess. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I hope that's it, but I doubt it. I don't know. It's, it's really expensive and just trying to get a bunch of people there. Yeah. It's just like a, seems like a yeah. nightmare, but. A Cali trip definitely is, is more expensive than a, than a Florida trip. And it's funny because Florida is just one. Well, it's actually one large fucking resort. It's, it's actually, it, it's getting there would be the expensive part it's actually relatively yeah. disneyland is actually cheaper than disney world by like a long shot no kidding yeah uh i priced it out today because i was oh, okay. curious uh but yeah i mean that's that's where i'm at it, it's definitely it was in this five-point presentation for why why we as a company should go <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah i mean that'd be cool <laughs> So. We're on to you, man. We we know how you are about Disney. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not You're hiding reason. it. You're the reason why. You're the reason why there's a Disney bo- uh, standard definition. You're the reason why. Actually, that was Stephanie and Mark's idea. <laughs> or was it? 100% honest. What? Was it? So you just kind of like attached yourself to it? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, let me go. Let me I'm not doing get... enough, Lauren. I got to do more. Okay. Let me know when you guys get the Big Hero 6. I want to be on that one. We're not doing the computer animated stuff. It's only classic animation. Yeah, up through, what did we decide? Uh, The Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Fucking excuse. So you're not doing Incredibles? Well, this is why it's called standard definition. We're doing old shit. (laughs) The Incredibles is old shit at this point, though. The Incredibles is old shit. (laughs) It's like 20 years old. Ron, we're not ruling that out. We're just focusing like one section at a time. Relax. Oh, my gosh. He's so mad right now. I'm so disappointed. Ron. You realize if we got every series done that we have planned on standard definition, we'd have like four years worth of content. Okay, yeah. you gotta slow. What's down. wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Nothing except for when are we gonna record it all? <laughs> I feel like we're doing a mighty fine job now. We're doing what we're doing. I know standard definition was the one show I thought we were gonna be behind on all the time because it doesn't have that set day to record, and it's the only show we're ahead on Dude, by like got- a lot. <laughs> Dude, you got you got you got Austin, uh, you know, doing uh, doing uh, you know, looking for standard definitions to do, man. Like, trust me, you got I know. content. We talked we talked about doing like a bunch of classic kind of like '90s style comedy movies, like Heavyweights and uh, Chris Farley movies. Yeah, Chris Farley movies, Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> this is movies. like the third time. This is like the third time Stephanie's mentioned Chris Farley. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I love that man. So, uh, yeah. Oh shit! Just be glad. Just be glad I'm not asking you to do Star Trek uh, standard definitions. Why aren't I you? I don't think. I don't Why think not? we have. No, I don't think we have enough Trekkies in in, in Boss Rush. Find I don't really someone. Hear, Find a guest. Oh, you know that that is a possibility. I don't think. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't hear enough of the Boss Rush people talking about Star Trek. I know Ed talks about it, but he's not. He's not serious. I think he talks about it because I talk about it. I mean, oh, I if, I'm, if I'm being if I'm being serious, I don't talk about it because I don't watch the the modern stuff. But I my dad is a huge Trekkie, so I got to see all the original and older shows. Oh, see, Dude, he, yeah, he took me to a thing in Vegas where they had this like Star Trek setup, and the Vegas experience. Oh my god! Yes, and they had those like creepy alien guys, like actors, the like, following us, and it terrified me because I was young. So no, I. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm like a, a trek like a honor honorable mention trekkie maybe I don't know. Uh, I can do uh, this. Ah. Uh, I saw the wait, first did you, reboot. Yeah, you did, movie. you did it with the correct hand too because uh, for some strange reason, like my right hand, I have to actually like fix my hand to do that. Like left hand, it comes easy. <laughs> oh, look at the ambidextrous so and so. How you guys doing though? Tired, but I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I've I feel like I've been busy, so busy for the last like two or three months, and then on top of that, I just keep giving myself new projects to do, and uh-huh. it's that was dumb. <laughs> Look, okay, so I know you said it. You, you said it. This isn't one of our our game shows, but it's fine. Uh. So uh, Nintendo Power Block 300 is coming up, and I thought it would be fun to make a fun logo to promote 300. And then I fell down the rabbit hole like I do, Leron. You know what I do. Oh, I, like, oh, I know. 
well, I came up with a better idea for something, and then I went and redid all of the assets for Pal Block, and it took me like four days to do Pal Block, Expansion Pass, and Direct Recap Show, and all of the backgrounds that we use for the shows, and all of the podcast box squares that you see when you download the show, and the thumbnails that you see on YouTube. And it's just like, oh, why did I do that to myself? And now... And now my brain is like, now I have to do it for the rest of the shows because none of it matches. And this looks so much better. Wait, 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 wait. So, wait, so are shows getting just a special for like the, the milestone episodes or are we getting whole new assets? No, the, these are new assets for after 300 and on onward. Uh, so Crossroads has no hope of getting to 300 anytime soon. I mean, you have episode 100 coming we up. Got, That's we a have, pretty we have big 100. milestone. Yeah we, just, yeah, we just wrapped 77 last night. Yeah, so, I mean, Crossroads is next, and this show's going to hit 150 soon, and so this show's also next, <laughs> and this, or, or Boss Rush Podcast is going to hit 150 soon. So it's like, what did I do? What am I doing to myself here? Yeah, I mentioned it you before. You're a, you're a born content creator, like, got that artist mind and i gotta stop somebody needs to stop me nobody no. tells me no and that's a problem that is a lie that's a lie <laughs> that's a lie because i know I, I know for i know for a good long while I, I tell you no all the time well we just don't want you to burn out I think. yeah yeah remember how you, <laughs> remember how you were last october yeah but... i almost i almost feel like you were ready to like quit that's how bad. But see, now he's doing the yeah, but what what excuse do you have, Corey? I I was still at my old job in October, and I was working five. Which was also another. Which was also another point of freaking burnout. Yeah, that was not. I don't know how I am alive. That was awful. That job seriously like took a toll. <laughs> And now I have a great job, and I love it, and I would not Precisely. trade it forever for anything. I know it's not the case for everyone. Sorry, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I know. I took, like, the opposite. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it's a gamble. But you know what? I, I am transitioning in a role at my job where now I am now producing, recording, and editing the podcasts there now. Oh, so you're, you're basically doing what you do I'm now. I'm literally doing what we're doing now but they pay me for it and it is nice. awesome. Also their podcasts are like a half hour long and ours are like two hours. So, <laughs> so, and I, I got a new toys. I got final cut pro, which is extremely interesting to use when you've been using iMovie for five years to edit shows. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. I'm learning a lot. But it's fun. But I'm also still well, doing social media until if slash when they decide to hire a new social media person, which I don't know if they're going to because I'm doing it. So. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, you can, well, this is this way. Like, it, after a year's time, it gives you leverage to actually like put in for like a raise. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I just really like my job. 
I mean, I think I think once you work like crappy jobs your whole life and you finally settle into something that you semi enjoy doing at least, it's like it's such a breath of fresh air. You know. I can't agree with you more. Yeah. 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 Makes such a huge difference. I mean, we think about it, we spend a large percentage of our lives work adult lives working. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So plus like I have the option to work from home if I need to or want to and you know, it's just there's a lot of good benefits to this job that you know some people might take for granted but i'm not i'm like i i almost feel like i finally got an opportunity and so now i'm overthinking everything and like over trying you know because like i don't want to go back to you know the bad jobs i don't want to go back Anyways. Oh my gosh, my cat, cat scared the living daylight out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what specifically did she do? She oh, jumped she just... up on the bed. Yeah. That was, okay, that was... <laughs> no warning. I saw it happen in real time. It was funny. <laughs> uh, anyways, enough How about me. How have you been, Laron? Um, I've been, I've been kind of... I've been running in like a stupor of exhaustion, to be honest with you. Um, like, you know, like, uh, between work and personal life, you know, like, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not anything bad. It's just, I feel like it was like, damn, can I just take a nap, please? Right. <laughs> I mean, that, I feel like that's, that's where I'm at too. I just, I feel like I go to work in the morning and then I come home and by the time, I eat dinner and we get the kids ready for bed and then, you know, either I have a podcast or I try to spend, you know, five minutes with my wife before my son starts crying because he doesn't sleep. It's like, there's just, there's no, no time. There's just mm. no time, mm. you know? Yeah. Like one, like, and I don't know, like something's happened recently to where like, I can't get, I can't. Unless it's the weekend, which is which pisses me off, I can't seem to get to bed before midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like I cannot literally like I, nothing triggers in my head to say, "Hey, it's time to go to sleep" until after midnight, you know. But fucking Friday comes around and shit, like I'm fucking like passed out in the bed at like eight o'clock, and just like don't wake me up until my alarm goes off Saturday morning, you know that type of deal, you know. I don't I don't get it, you know. And actually, Friday. Friday the Friday of the week is the only day that I actually like actually go to bed early because Saturday Saturday and Sunday might as well be Monday through Friday Monday through Thursday again you know like mm. midnight you know right yeah so. I don't know I feel like I feel like I feel like people lied to us when we were kids and it's like yep. you know and I was like you're gonna love being a grown up well the fuck I do I <laughs> nah. keep telling my son almost every day I'm like. You do not want to grow up. Stay as being a kid because yeah. it stinks like poo. Like it, yeah. It's like that scene in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Stay here. <laughs> Stay as long as you can. <laughs> he's like shaking the kid's face and he's like smushing it like this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, you know, remember when we were kids? I remember no. kids and it seemed like and it seemed like it just took forever for like a year to go by and stuff. Yeah. And now we're sitting up here like holy fuck, it's twenty twenty two. 
Or more like, holy fuck, it's April 2022 right now. Yep. Exactly <laughs> my thought, yes. Yeah. Where, I, hear, I hear what it is. I hear what it is. It's kind of like, it's kind of like our brains are like, like hard drives and computers. You know, like when, when it's brand new and stuff, there's all this space to just throw like tons of stuff in. And eventually it gets to the point where like, you know, like your capacity is getting filled up to, to the point where the first thing you, you don't, you don't, you, you don't pay attention to is the passage of time. You know, I agree. And the same thing happens with my memory. Like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm at capacity point where everything literally comes in one ear and out the other. Even if I feel like I need to memorize it, and yeah, unless it's life or death situation, odds are I probably won't remember it. Or if it I takes write me, it down, it takes me so long to absorb information. Now I I I don't I don't understand. And you know, like I remember back being in high school and stuff. Like everything, like came in, soaked it up like a sponge and stuff. And now it's simply like sometimes stuff from my job. It's gotten to the point where stuff from my job, like. Like if it's something new, I need to write it down. Like there's no yeah. such thing as me reading it once or twice and it's there. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I just I, I used to be able to like memorize things and now like I read something and if I look <laughs> away like it it's almost sometimes it's to the point and maybe it's like lack of sleep sometimes or whatever but like I will look away from the words I was reading and almost instantly forget what I just read and I have to look reread it. And look back. Like, oh, I got it. I'll be doing one of these things. I'm like, oh, I got a better one for you. Have you ever been reading something? You look away, and then when you look back at it, you lost your place where you were reading. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's ridiculous. Like my brain just doesn't. It's broken. <laughs> Fix too it. much. <laughs> it's too much. Too much. Be nice yeah. if we had like a a human ability to like download like. A, extra thoughts and memories into like an external hard drive just so we can kind of make more space in our brains you know I'm, what i'm sure that's coming at some point right i mean that's that's the future we live in probably. this conversation just just gave me a wonderful it made me switch what i was going to do for my topic so you know what let's uh let's go ahead and get our patrons knocked out and let's go ahead and start with the topics oh yeah we got to do that don't we yeah we do God. uh all right so Thank you to our patrons who support us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash network. You can get all of our, most of our shows early for a dollar, but the producer tier is the $5 tier. And if you give us $5, we will shout your name out during the podcast. These are the patrons for the month of March. We have Rebecca Jewell, Adriel Munger, and... My wife, Sana Deard. I'm going to do that every time. I was going to say, I love how you do it consistently like that. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to do it every time. Uh, so, yeah. So thank you to our producers, uh, our Patreon producers. We really appreciate your support. And to all of our patrons, uh, of course, all of our content is available for free a little bit later for you people who just want to consume it on your own time for free and where do people go if they want to become a patreon patreon.com slash boss rush network there you go i said it earlier i know but repetition is the repetition. mother of learning right is it no yeah i don't know sure. <laughs> thanks mom uh, anyways those are that's it that's all i got 
All right. So uh, since I mentioned it, uh, should I start with my topic first? Or yeah, let's do okay. It. All right. So, so as adults, we've already we've already noticed like the slippage of time as the, the older we get and stuff like that. So here's a question for you, and and th- I kind of gleaned this from Star Trek. Um, on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, like the uh, like the like the planet that basically is like the central, the planet is like the central like location for where the show's at. Uh, it's called Bajor. On Bajor, they have 26 hour days. Would you want that? And and here's and I'll make it I'll make it even sweeter because I know I guarantee you somebody's brains already said no because they'll find a way to get the two extra hours out of you for work or whatnot. If would you would you like to have a 26 hour day as long as it meant that you still like you know like the the standard like eight nine hour work shift you know you mean would you... we get two extra hours a day to do whatever yes. we want yes do whatever we want is it bad that i'm like oh it's only two hours that's not enough <laughs> <laughs> i mean imagine what you could get done in an extra two hours <laughs> why am i thinking about it that way <laughs> just just, just imagine, like, because uh, I think with I think with a I think with a twenty six hour day, then basically like you know you've got noon, then you, I don't know, like I guess like thirteen o'clock, I guess, and then it rolls over to like back to one o'clock or whatnot, and then it's thirteen midnight. I, I don't know, I don't know how it works because they never explain like what hours are what, <laughs> yeah, in the show, but um, but. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, like an extra morning, an extra hour in the morning for breakfast and, an, uh, you know, for, or just your morning routine and then an extra hour at night for to wind down and stuff. Like, come on. Possibly. But that's two more hours of me being able to eat. Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> like, I don't know. I see a lot of negatives coming with this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would probably use that extra two hours at night, to be honest, just to have some time to I don't know, do things that I would like to do, you know? Uh, that's just me, though. Now, does... I'm sorry to poke holes in this. So, like, if we had a 26-hour day, does that mean we reach a year sooner, or does that also proportionally extend how long a year is? I want to say... I, I feel like it'd be proportional, but uh, uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure, you know? Because if be it was proportional, I would be that I would take the two hours, but if it only means the year gets shorter, no, I'd rather, <laughs> I don't want to speed up my years. Well, let me, I, I would need to do some math, but cause I'm not sure how, I'm not sure how much shorter the year is. If you lose two hours every day, like, let's see, um, 365 days. Well, are you doing math, Laron? I'm trying to, but I've already feel the need to pull out the calculator. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to in my head. Uh, let's see, three sixty-five divided by twenty-four. All right, so that's fifteen point two one. So we would be, uh, if I'm doing the math right here, we'd be fifteen days shorter. But that doesn't seem right. Don't rely on I, me right now. My brain. Okay, actually, actually, it's pretty close. Uh, three sixty-five divided by twenty-six. Uh, puts us at fourteen point zero four, so not 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 too big of a difference. Um, but I don't know. Like, this is what this is what the Star Trek writers are, are for. You know, like they they can tell us better than, than I can figure it out myself. But I don't know. Then again, the fandom could actually handle it too. 
personally, I would I would definitely welcome a 26 hour day. You know, if it means that, you know, like I get off at my normal time and, you know, like I, I knowing me, I'd probably go to bed at the same time. But knowing the fact that I actually have two more hours now sweetens the deal. Hmm. I I gotta say I'm pretty lucky with the amount of sleep that I get. So if I were to have these extra two hours, I would bl- honestly block them off so they don't. Because you know, once you get that free time as an adult, it can easily be taken over by something, right? I would block off those two hours, and one of them would to ensure I have a daily, um, like uh, ec- when I mean exercise routine, I just mean the opportunity to be active. It doesn't have to be necessarily a workout, but as long as I'm moving around, doing something healthy for myself, and then maybe the other hour would be dedicated to my hobbies more consistently or my my side gig like my writing time would be consistent you know uh mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i just man two hours is a lot of time but i don't <laughs> i don't know what i would use it for like sleep maybe sounds nice too but i don't know i don't know i'm terrible at this Getting getting yourself out of that video game playing rut, that's exactly what you're going to use those two hours for. Yeah, yeah, like put that time to mm-hmm. good use. Yeah, I mean, I would probably just find something else to keep myself busy because I'm a loser and I just need to be working all the time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's the thing. If you were to get those two hours, you have to treat it like a, 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 a well, it would be a gift and you'd be very intentional about it because it'll be very tempting to kind of I don't know, let habits and other other outside influences kind of dictate what that time will be used for. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I would... Man, I don't know. What would I do? I guess I could go, like, <laughs> go to the gym for a little bit, too, because I don't have any time to do that, either. Um, yeah. No... Knowing, knowing Corey, he'd find some way for these extra two hours a day for the for the entire year. He'd find some way to, to make another baby. No. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm I'm done. I'm done question, with that. Qu- question: Were you and your wife trying for for your son, or did or mm-hmm. was it a happy circumstance? No. Oh, you were trying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They were like, both planned. I can't do a second. You can't? God. No. Man. And even my first was a happy circumstance. I never even wanted to have kids. Oh. But 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 that does not equate to regret. Like, I would never, ever... Like, Nikolai has literally been a life-saving blessing. But with uh-huh. that said, and nope, no more kids. One and done. Yeah. Nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with that. I always, I, I always felt like I was too selfish to have kids you know i always was like i mean i still am to an extent like i i buy whatever i want if i want something right like i don't <laughs> i'm terrible at putting anybody else first in this family <laughs> uh all right but you know i had never there was a point where like i wanted kids and then i didn't and then you know we uh you know when we got together you know that changed um i kind of only wanted one but then you know i never had a sibling and i didn't want my daughter to go through that you know and uh 
not that there was anything wrong with it. You know, I had cousins and stuff, but like, yeah, he... only child. Yeah, only child. That's I was us. only child for twelve years, That's and then us. my sister showed up. Hmm. And, uh, so and it's crazy because when you're an only child for that long, like you know, like there's there's no concept of sharing. <laughs> no. You, you don't have that concept, and then all of a sudden, you have to start sharing, and it's like, oh, uh, what? What is that? Yeah. But you know, I, my wife and her sister are close, and like, I mean, it's not like my parents' fault or anything, but like, I never really had that, you know, with a sibling. You know, I was close with some of my cousins to an extent, but like, you know, I I wanted my daughter to have that with a sibling and we actually thought we were going to have two girls for the longest time oh yeah yeah and uh him being a boy was kind of a surprise so oh i mean not like i mean we knew before he was born but like we just assumed because like another another daughter yeah i mean all this like everybody on her side of the family all the siblings are the same gender right like two boys two girls two boys two girls right so we just assumed that it was gonna be (laughs) another girl and it wasn't but all the the siblings on my side of the family on are all set are all different (laughs) genders so i don't know just happened that way i guess i wish he would sleep though he doesn't sleep, and he's always sick. He's just like me when I was little. Like he always has ear infections. He's always sick. He doesn't sleep. Mm. Ooh, yeah. And like he Close always, time. he always yeah. wants my wife because that's his, you know, comfort and whatever. So she doesn't sleep, and if I try to hold him, he just cries, and then nobody sleeps. So, mm. just kind of sucks. kids kind of go through that there was a phase where my son would keep telling Dimitri to walk away and that he wanted mommy Mm -hmm. he's like I need you to walk away go to work so mommy can come get me (laughs) (laughs) oh boy I will forever treasure that anyway but more time that would be great yeah, I know, right? Yes. I, I, what, what am I talking? What am I talking about? I don't have any kids. Why am I talking like this? I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. You're not trapped by the shackles of mm. your spawn. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. They're a joy <laughs> when they're sleeping. <laughs> yep. Um, and when I'm at work. Uh, just All right. Kidding. Well, that was that was my that was my topic. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's a nice one. Thank you, Laron. It's time is always very. It's an interesting concept, you know. Like it, how fast or slow it seems. There's a similar saying where it's like the days are long, but the years are short. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I feel is definitely the case. Some days drag, and I. It's funny. I I I like to wish my days away or wish my weeks away, and then. When I take a step back, I'm like, holy crap, I'm halfway through the year. Like, what have I done with myself or right. family? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it's April already. It's my no. s- I can't believe my son is one already. Like, that's the 
kicker too is like I felt like we were just at the hospital like yesterday and he's one like he's just so big and his hair is so much hair on his head and oh. his teeth and he just is crawling and screaming and talking a lot it's just it's crazy man kids are fascinating yeah and then there's my daughter who is coloring and she's starting to spell and and learn like learn real things and it's crazy honestly the one thing the one thing i've always found really fascinating with kids is like when you like watching them grow and develop and stuff you 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 actually realize that yeah even though they're children they're basically they're basically you know they're already pat you know they're the way they the way they act and the way they think they're already patterning themselves to to be the adult that they're going to become and it's and it's always fascinating because it's like it's like you sit there and you just watch them and it's like man like they're a child and there's just some things they do not understand or grasp but like children are very intelligent even mm-hmm. <laughs> even even the ones that will be quote unquote stupid like they're 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 very intelligent well you know and I, I say when I say this, I say this lovingly, like how you know a lot of parents, and like I can understand how that you know you always hear them kind of like touting about how their kid is like so smart because they did this first or that first or something, but like I kind of take your um, approach around like for the most part, you know, not counting outliers or exceptions, you see them at a young age kind of developing their personality and have that foundation of what their their character is going to be. For the rest of their life and my son he's slow he's not the brightest bulb in the box but he is empathetic absolutely uh-huh. empathetic compassionate loving thoughtful like it's it so many things that he's done like when i had to have my biopsy which i got the results by the way for whether or not i have cervical cancer and i did not feel good afterwards so i told him like listen I can't play with you like I normally do. I'll do my best, but I can't run or anything like that. He said, it's okay, mommy. You can rest here. I'll take care of you. When I'm done playing, I'll look after you. He got me a blanket. He got Aww. me a warm cup of water. He got me chocolate. And he grabbed my coat, and he put the coat over my shoulders. A six-year-old, and I did not ask for any of this. Aww. So I feel like the education will always come later. And so what if he did not walk early or isn't, like I said, the smartest kid in school and knows how to work a tablet because he's not. He actually doesn't know a lot about tech yet. But he's got such a great open mind. And I just, oh, sorry. Speaking of parents that like to toot their children, their horns, but whatever. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Kids. He he inspires me to be a better human being because the older I get, the more disgruntled and angry I become. <laughs> so that's everybody though. We're all disgruntled and angry. Uh, but yeah, oh. my daughter is like that for the most part too. Where she like she'll give you a hug if she thinks you're feeling sad, or she'll like get you stuff, and then her brother shows up, and then she just like pushes him down and. <laughs> <laughs> takes his toys <laughs> oh it's a sibling thing, yeah right yeah yeah 
But like, if somebody's like upset, like when my net, like my nephew, if he's upset, she'll like go over to him and like hug him and say it's gonna be okay. And then she'll like sit him on the couch and put a blanket on him. And oh. Then they'll like cuddle together and watch something on TV, and she'll try to God, make him feel awesome. better. Yeah, it's really cute. I've never seen two kids so close though. There, I mean, she's uh, I, the the cousin bond is is very unique. Yeah. Uh, but like they see each other so much that they're almost being raised like siblings. Uh-huh. So my two nephews, uh, one is going to be nine and one is seven and my daughter's going to be four, but my, the seven, the, the younger nephew and my daughter are so close. Like they, when they're together, they're inseparable. They don't do anything without each other. And it's it's wild to watch. Um, they play with, they play together. They don't care about the other two at all. Like my older nephew or my son. I mean, my son's too young to play, but like my older nephew, my older nephew's like really getting into like big kid stuff. And you know, it's, it's just weird to watch them play together because they're so close. They're going to get in some trouble though when they, are in middle school together though i'll tell you that <laughs> anyways good topic Laron. yeah sorry i was distracted about kids yeah that's okay that's, okay. that's the curse hey, of being hey. a parent hey sometimes sometimes one topic leads right into another it's true speaking of stephanie you said you have topics yeah, we're going to do like a complete 360. Um, <laughs> I I know, I just wanted to talk about um, like a show that I watched. Um, and, you know, I, I just figured this might be the best platform for it. And so, okay, so here's the background. I went to an all-girl private Catholic school. And because my parents were so academic focused, I really wasn't allowed to join a lot of clubs or do a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. I The only sport I could do was track because my mom did not want me to get fat. Oh. And the other club was speech. And what speech is, it's like drama, but you do perform everything just by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's different categories. There's children's literature, humorous interpretation, poetry you take a piece of whatever the genre and you perform and you compete so at first I hated it I thought it was the stupidest thing but actually it was great like I met a lot of amazing people it was a lot of fun I enjoyed the competitions we got to go to a ton of different high schools that's how I got to meet people and there's this kid um, Frank and he went to an amazing school and he was, he was always getting like first place. Like he's a very, very talented person, very popular too. And and the best part is he was very sweet. He was always nice to me and I don't know, just great. And, you know, we connect through Facebook. That's kind of like how we all connect with people that we meet in our life. Maybe at least maybe not for Gen Z because now Facebook's for old people. And, I found that he, and I want to make sure I say this right, he's an executive producer and writer for this show. When I say show, like, it's it's indie, right? It made its debut 
um, at Wicked Queer, Boston's LGBTQ Festival Comedy Shorts. Mm -hmm. um, it just debuted on April 9th, like in Boston. And he, he like he let me know and I wanted to go. But it's a long, long story short, like I just couldn't go general admission, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you could also watch it like virtually. They could still support the opening. Um, how do you want to call it? The debut uh, first episode showing um, a premiere. A premiere. Thank you. It's late. It's after dark, right? <laughs> and I wanted I wanted to support the show. Um, it was twofold because I wanted to support him, some a friend that I knew from high school, but also you know me, I'm a big indie fan of anything, whether it's indie games, like any indie media platform. And this is one of it, because this show, I don't think it's going to like a major platform like a Netflix or something. I think all of that where it might eventually be distributed is TBD, because they're still filming later episodes throughout the month of May. But I wanted to talk about it because, I don't know, indie grassroots stuff don't get a lot of publicity and I want to say that I watched it and I absolutely loved it so it's called open to it um and it's described open open to it is a queer comedy series about a loving gay couple who experience uh who experiments with becoming a hot gay thruple so they they're so you know, a loving couple and they want to incorporate a third into it to kind of spice up the relationship, but it just turns into shenanigans because it comes with more comp, um, you know, uh, complications than probably what you'd want to intend, which we could extend that further into the topic about, you know, has anyone ever thought about a threesome and do you think it actually ruins relationships or not ruins relationships? <laughs> But first, like, about the show. So they only had the, the premiere of the first episode. It's about 11 minutes, so it's very short. And I got to tell you, the the writing and the talent is incredible for, uh -huh. for Indy. Like, it was beautifully shot. And the main characters, Gre um, Greg and Cam, were very quirky. Like, one's a bit of, like, an OCD neat freak that overthinks things. That's Frank's character. And I could totally relate because I'm that kind of person. Um, like, he was trying to, like, figure out all the rules to set because he didn't want to, like, break any threesome rules and end up cheating on his boyfriend. Um, and they really play up some of the, the stereotypes or the tropes, I should say, not stereotypes. Like, when the third comes over, he's, like, this incredibly hot dude. And like they do the slow motion hair whip and all that stuff. It was it was great. But I'm not gonna ruin the end, but let's just say one of them kinda gets a stomach bug as things progress. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, it's only eleven minutes, so I don't wanna spoil everything. But first of all, I do just wanna plug and give like props to this show. Again, it's called Open to It. I love the fact that it is indie, it is well done, and it's it provides, you know, representation for the LGBTQ community. And, you know, it touches upon a topic where, you know, I feel like if it was made by a major company, they would kind of, I don't know, rely on the sex too much, or, it, I don't know, it just wouldn't be as good quality. And it just had a lot of great themes in there. Mm -hmm. So, All right, who, uh, all right. 
Corey, you want to you go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay, so the reason why I burst out laughing so, 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 <laughs> so badly when you were, when you were talking about the whole threesomes part is because like a good, a good portion of my late 20s, all I was in were threesomes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, mm. I had, I had, I had more than a couple of circles where it was like, where it was like, Hey, Hey, uh, and you know what the crazy part was this is just like a friend circle. This wasn't like randoms. This is a friend circle. Like like, hey, uh looking for a third. Wanna wanna join? And I think it was and I, I wanna say a part of it was probably because of the fact that, you know, that by that point I kind of realized that I was bisexual. So I think it was one of those fun things. Uh now because it was with friends, like it wasn't like I was crossing any boundaries, you know, with the guy guy stuff. Like te- like, you know, like technically it was like he was like, they want the rush of having a third person in there and were comfortable with me because, like, they knew me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So for a good, for a good while of my, of my sexual history, it was, it was, it was all threesomes. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, I, like, like, I couldn't get, I couldn't get one-on-ones, you know, as often as I got threesomes. It, it was, it was wild and ridiculous. Now, and I'm trying to figure out how do I get that mojo back. We we need to dissect into this on another episode of After Dark because we got into Corey's crazy past. Now it's your turn to run. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, but actually, so, can I ask a question real quick? Just yeah, since yeah. you mentioned it, like yeah. just from another bisexual person to another. Not that mm-hmm. I've had experience with threesomes because I don't, but. Do you like? I don't know if other people where, where they are in the, the their sexual orientation, but say you're dealing with two heterosexual people, like mm-hmm. d- does that conversation need to be had to make sure people are o- okay with it? Because you know, some people they are a bit much where they're like, no, no homo, or you know, like yeah. unfortunately you'd run into that. But I always made sure the conversation happened because, like, the one thing, you know, I'm. <sighs> Bisexual, bisexual men particularly, I always get I always get the stigma thrown on that they're just greedy anyway. So like I always made I always made it apparent like, hey, I'm here for the actual I'm here for the actual act and not so much that I try and just like you know like make you switch teams or whatever and stuff like that you know. So like so like honestly, I'll take all the direction you know like you know like you say what you want and what you're good with and I and and I I will stick to it. So you know for the most part like our 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 threesomes were usually like like the traditional male male female like like threesome where it was like it was like you know like i know as i got further along like you know like something clicked in my brain that you know like you know like the woman is the most vulnerable person here when it's like two men versus her you know stuff like that so something clicked in my brain eventually that you know like focus on the woman you know you know you know but uh, that not focus on the woman particularly like you know like just be about her but you know like make sure that she's the one having the good time because like she's not having a good time like the guys are not going to have fun <laughs> and stuff like that so yeah i always try to make sure the conversation got out there and you know like hey like you know like hey like you got you too you set the boundaries and i'm here for it because i'm just trying to get laid anyway so <laughs> it doesn't matter which way i get it <laughs> um but yeah so i ask because you know again never have but if i ever do have i would want it to be with another woman 
and a man because I want to experience both. But that's we, the only one I've never I've, I've never had the two, the two women one guy. Me being the one guy, I, I've always wanted that. But but, I, but obviously, like if I, I would want to experience the woman as equally as I do the man, and I feel like if it's a straight woman, like sometimes they do because. When when guys think of like girls making out or doing stuff, they're really just for the most part two heterosexual women just trying to impress the guy. Yeah. But then it's a whole different level if you're actually attracted to the other woman. And I've actually unfortunately been in that circumstance where the girl would be like, "Oh, you're not like attracted to me or something, are you?" And it's a little bit of it makes me sad. But yeah, I've, yeah, I've been, I have been, in, I have been in a threesome situations where like we're like we're like the other guy has kind of crossed, crossed the line. And, you know, um, and, you know, the one thing I've always tried to do is like, you know, because in situations like that, you don't really, if a, if a, if a, if a, if a straight man's willing to cross the line, then chances are like the thoughts always been there. So you want to try to make sure you don't freak them the fuck out. But no, honestly, when it comes to sex, you always want to make sure you don't freak any of your partners the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, you know, it's why it's why sometimes like I've gotten myself in trouble with like actual like people I've been in like long term relationship with because I will I will say I will say like I have a very different view of sex and sexuality and it kind of disarms them to the fact that they don't know how to process it and you know I've I've, I've gotten in trouble with it because like they're thinking that I'm like some like I'm either like I'm either like one big ass hoe. Or they're thinking that you know, like I'm so, I'm so oversexed that you know I can't establish a connection. And that's not it. Um, it's more of like I, I understand, I understand how like how like our, our, our we we are in our heads and stuff like that. So me having more of that empathy and stuff, you know, makes it an easier thing for people to experience and stuff like that. But you know, people don't take it that way. <laughs> yeah, I, everyone's built differently, and like. That's what makes me think about the show. That's why I like it because even though it's a comedy, I'm looking forward to future episodes because like, will having the threesome impact the relationship? Will it make it worse or actually make it better? Like you never know. Like the guy, I'm actually date. Like I dated this guy. We broke up. I'm actually back together with him. And with the first time, I actually felt like comfortable in my sexuality. And he was not a stick in the mud like other people. Like I can be open about who I am with him. Mm-hmm. So our our sexual relationship was very good because of that. And we talked about whether or not we'd have a threesome. And I said, I'm willing to do it. But if we do, there is a chance that I might not take you seriously as a partner. And and that's not because I'm blaming him mm-hmm. because I'm the one who actually kept bringing it up. Not him, actually. It's just that I actually don't trust myself. I'm afraid that if we do it, I will get some sort of emotional insecurity that will have a fall like that will fall out afterwards. So like I'm looking to I'm blaming myself or I'm in fear of myself what will happen as a consequence afterward, which yeah. is unfortunate because I am extremely curious and I, I I would would not mind the experience, but I just I don't trust myself. <laughs> I, mean, I you know, uh, go ahead, Corey. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> be honest with you. If you're gonna try it, I would try it when you are not seriously with someone because I've been in situations where it's been one way or another or another. And it's like, well, that not to like, this is going to sound kind of sexist, but I don't mean it to be, but the girl I was dating 
well, the the girls that I was with that I was, you know, seriously with when we would try this would always get jealous and, you know, it, it was not a great feeling for either of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, also it's like, <laughs> Laurent, I know you said you've never been with, with two girls at the same time. It's a lot. It's a lot more work than you think it is. <laughs> Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Like I, I like, I uh, just, I just kind of wish I experienced at least once. I no, mean, I mean, I, I, I get it. I just, it's like, oh my gosh, like what, where do I go from here? What do I do? Am I watching? <laughs> like, what is this? You know, like I, it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, the only one i've ever been a part of so I yeah think it's uh hey, it's 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 a sound point like i can and, and i'm sure it doesn't apply to every single woman is i don't know i feel like the younger generation cares even less but i, I know myself like i know i get jealous even if i don't want to be jealous like i consciously do not want to be jealous i will tell myself not to be jealous but there's just some weird i don't know if it's like a hormone thing or mm-hmm. maybe my upbringing like something subconsciously i know will, f- will flip <laughs> the mm-hmm. switch will flip yeah i mean there, the the one girl I, I was with was actually really open about it and you know it's it was it, it we i mean we had a lot of fun it, it's you've heard me talk about her on the show before. It's, mm. it's, it's just like, it was very, <laughs> we were very experimental. We'll say, mm. uh, very open to things. And it was just like one of those things where she was fine, but like other girls weren't, it was, it's just, you know, you just gotta, like, you gotta have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. With both parties. <laughs> One, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, because, uh, for, okay. So honestly, the way there's there's only, there's only like two perfect scenarios that that how to pull off a threesome. Like all three people involved just need to be in it for themselves, or, or, all three people involved need to have a level of maturity to understand that this is all like a team, like a team sport. And everybody, everybody has a part to play, and everybody's going to get to the same. Get, they're going to get to the finish line. You know, they might not, not everybody gets to the finish line at the same time, but everybody's going to be, get to the finish line. Uh, one thing, one thing that I learned off of off of a couple of early encounters that I had in threesomes is when it comes to an actual couple, couple, and you know, not just a bunch of friends that are just hooking up, mm. is that I've had I I learned this real quick, and I I started telling. The other guys that I was with, like, listen, always finish with the person you came with. <laughs> always do that. <laughs> because what's going to happen is, is if something is going on and you're not finishing with your primary partner, there's going to be a, a mental hang up. You know, like, oh. it's going to be, and, and you know, and you know, mental women are more There's going to be a long argument afterwards is what's going to happen. <laughs> well, there's going to be there's going to be a long ar- there's going to be a long argument because like and, and it happens to, it happens to guys not as easily as with men are sexual creatures. Like we we just want to get our rocks off. <laughs> we just want to get our, if we if 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 the other person is accidentally the person that gets our rocks off, we don't care. We we got it off and stuff like that. With women especially with women and, and what I've learned with women that are part of an attached couple in a threesome, mm. 
the moment like is if it's a if it's a girl girl guy threesome, I I definitely tell that rule. Finish the person you came with, you know, because like y'all are gonna go home, and the first thing the first thing that music comes out out of the out of your girlfriend's mouth or your wife's mouth is like is like. Am I just not doing it for you anymore? Yeah. Like, like, what does she have that I didn't do? Or something along those lines. And you know, like, you know, like, it, and you know, like, it's a, it's, it's a psychological thing. Like, it's psychology on both sides. Psychology in the man's in a man's brain. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm getting my I'm getting my whistle wet. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's going. It, I it's mean, going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Don't be on that side of the conversation. I've been there. Yeah. It's not a good yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like. I, to your point, Laurent, I just think like as a guy who went through his 20s and like it's like guys like that. It's like a, you want what you don't have, right? It's yes. It's, I mean, it's not and it's not like I'm saying like, you know, anything bad or anything. It's just like a natural kind of thought process that you have and it just varies on whether you can control it or not, but Mm. guys want what they don't have. And, you know, when you're with a long-term partner or something, like they offer you something new and different, it's more exciting than, you know, (laughs) you know, like I'm going to, this is a very terrible analogy, but I'm going to use it anyway. So like, I'm trying to eat better and eat healthy, right? I eat a salad for lunch, you know? I eat egg whites and turkey sausage for breakfast. When the weekend comes, you put that pizza in front of me. I'm going to eat more pizza than I normally would, okay? I'm just saying. Yeah, Okay. yeah. That's, that's how it goes. So, yeah, if you're going to – you've got to have that conversation. And to Laurent's point, you got to finish with the person you came with or they're not going to be finished with you for a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a maturity thing, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, and, and I'm not, and it's not to say that the person who is accusing the other person of the wrongdoing mm-hmm. in this situation is Im- yeah. more immature, but when people make these type of decisions, like, cause like sex, sex changes everything mm-hmm. and sex definitely changes everything when like you bring a person in, you know, a, a, an extra person into the equation, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and here's the thing about it, like even though because I did look up the show, like I I, I can't I can't wait to, tr- to check it out. Like is the uh, open to it, that word mm-hmm. open, that word open actually like redefines like a boundary and stuff like that. You know, it redefines it redefines the boundaries that you as a couple, you know, like like put yourselves in. But it also redefines a boundary as far as like what can and what can and cannot in, what what can mm-hmm. what can enter and what can't leave. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, there were um, definitely rules for that. <laughs> right yes especially the first the first time i was ever a part of one the girl i was with is like you cannot do these things and <laughs> you know i mean it in like okay i get it right i i get it but also like <laughs> I also, uh, I also what do think, you do i also think I also think it's because like partners don't want to don't want to see oh i didn't know you were into that yeah. You know, you know, stuff like that. And it's oh, like something they've never yeah. done with you before, vice versa. Something you've never done with them. It's like, oh, I didn't know you liked that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, threesomes. Threesomes are 
like I said, it was a it was a big part of my like my like late late twenties and early thirties. When I say early thirties, I mean by the time I was like thirty two, thirty three, I was I was kind of over it. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, not no. well, no, not over it. More like the opportunities weren't coming up anymore. Like, I mean, shoot, I want to say in the last ten years, I probably had one threesome. I I real I just I real I just want to be able to have that experience once, but it but I I like how you said Lauren, like you had like a group of like friends like a certain circle because there are definitely apps like dating sites yeah. that are specifically for that kind of stuff yeah. and like i think working in the medical field kind of ruins it for me because all i can think about is i'm meeting up with all these strangers i don't know what i'm gonna get oh yeah there's there's that too you know what as a matter of fact i will also say this like i i i know for sure like my 20s i i engage in some very at-risk behavior just, just take it for yeah, but just we, take it for we, however you, you you. Most people do though, right? I mean, that's that's part of the experience. Be dumb in your twenties, be smart in your thirties. That's always been like the. I mean, at least when I was growing up, that was like the thing. Is like, oh, well, your twenties are for you to be dumb and have fun and you know spend money and yeah, date around and do whatever you want with people, right? I mean, that was like in the 2000s and in the late 90s and early 2000s that was the thing and uh you know i i was so in high school i was like very not like that way you know i but then like once i when you work at a restaurant for so long you start to changed i mean restaurant let's face it restaurant people are just those kind of people for the most part anyway but like you know i like i i met someone and they were very experimental with these types of things and we were together for a while and we tried a lot of things right Mm -hmm. with people maybe would be super questionable uh so and you know even uh a relative but uh of hers uh but that's you know that's another story for another time uh oh i can't wait oh jeez we just we just gave stephanie all this material now yeah uh you know she's gonna be coming for us now (laughs) but you know you learn things you try things and it's fun and you just don't think about it at the time to where now like as you get older you start second and third guessing everything you do like i yeah you know things i wouldn't have thought about back then i think about now like double and triple time like oh my gosh i can't believe i just why would i I spend money on that where back then i'd be like oh my gosh i don't have enough money (laughs) i'm gonna spend more I remember, I remember, here's a funny story. I, cause, uh, cause I remember, uh, I want to say it was a few years ago. Like it was definitely before, it was definitely before I met my boyfriend, uh, that, um, that I had a random hookup with somebody on, on, on the app, on, on one of the apps, you know, like, you know, you know, you get into that uh, horny phase. So you, you open up the apps and you just do your thing. Right. And I remember, I remember, uh, I remember I had a hookup with, with somebody and, um, <laughs> And I, and it was, it was really bad timing because, um, because I, I, I have adult eczema. Like I, I had it when I was a kid. 
I outgrew it. There was a good portion of my life where I had I didn't have a flip or anything, and then it suddenly it came back, you know. Uh. So um, so I hooked up. I hooked up this dude off off an app, and then and then within one day I had an eczema flare up, and it was a bad. Oh no. One. I my mind just went fucking nuts though because <laughs> I was like what the you know and there was there was a small rational part of my brain that was like this is just eczema why are you tripping but the rest of my brain was like what the fuck of course you know like oh. didn't exercise the best judgment <laughs> that's happened to me many times I'm like what is this lump it was like an ingrown hair. Yeah. You know? Or, yeah, exactly. And as a woman, lots of pregnancy scares. That If that did not scare the bejesus out of me. like I I have a funny story like that, too. Lerone. When I was in... I, so, I was kind of like... Dating is a light term. I was kind of like messing around with this girl. And like the the, the first time first time we ever had sex like the next morning i had i was in the shower and it i was like i have a rash and it itches what is happening oh Oh, no oh god please don't tell me you're one of those rare dudes that that have a latex allergy i am (laughs) 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 which was super like exciting (laughs) at the time (laughs) because i just so I mean, I should have known because, like, I like, I had a really hard time playing basketball because, like, my hands, like, the rubber that the basketballs are made out of, made my hands, like, I would literally have to wear band aids after like basketball wow. practice. Oh and stuff, shit! Like, well, like, they would. You have a very active latex they would, allergy. They would like f- kind of flare up, and then my hands would get really dry, and then like they uh-huh. would end up bleeding because they were so uh-huh. dry. Oh shit! And oh okay, yeah. I so had, like, you have a you have a problem with petroleum. I I had like I had this very special like cream that I would have to use and everything. It was just this whole thing. But like, apparently, <laughs> latex is kind of the similar thing. Mm. <laughs> it was really scary. Well, let me ask you a question: how many, <laughs> how many, how many women thought that you were just trying to raw dog when you told them I had a, you have a latex allergy? <laughs> I will not reveal that number on a podcast. <laughs> Damn, Stephanie. This topic right here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're going to get us well, all in trouble. What? What I do? I didn't force you to say those things. No, it, yeah. it's like, no, it, it, there's a, it's fine. I've, you know what? I've never even had a guy have the audacity to make up a latex allergy. They're just, they just flat out refuse. They're like, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it's on me. It's it's funny because I grew up in I. I have. I'm a I'm a Gen Xer, so like so like God, I was getting I was getting blitzed with like don't get anybody pregnant. So like I had the fear of God thrown into me about wearing condoms. You know, basically <laughs> to the point where to the point where now you know it's like it's like oh you want me to wear a condom? I'm I'm cool. You know? Oh, you don't want to wear a condom? You got everything good to go? You know, I have to tell I, you. I tell you, I'm, I tell you, I'm such a, I'm such a sexual like weirdo, you know, like because, uh, and and like I was telling somebody, I was telling a buddy of mine today because a, bu- a buddy of mine was uh, like a really good friend of mine, like we still we used to be roommates back in the day, um, and he's married now, he's got a couple of kids now and everything, and um, and we were talking today, 
and he was, and he mentioned that you know like he's uh he's poly, and when he said that, all of a sudden like 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 the Tetris bricks just like kind of like just slid down my brain and everything. I was like, you know what? I understand now, and I believe that all these years I've been calling myself bisexual. I should should been saying I'm poly because like I because like I'm attracted to all facets of people, you know, gay, straight trans you know and stuff like that and this would have made a lot more sense you know to me you know a product of the 70s grew up in the 80s and matured in the 90s you know before all these terms came you know became like commonplace in our vocabulary this would made a lot more sense to me you know it probably would have helped me figure myself out a lot quicker you know you know stuff like that um but yeah like you know just like i said i'm i'm weird you know with sex and sexuality <laughs> not weird i'm actually thrilled that you're very open about it because i never have mm-hmm. anyone or whatever to talk about stuff like that and oh well, you got me it's fine yeah yeah so. it's it's funny because like i think i think every straight guy whether they admit it or not like goes to that phase where they think about it like are you like is there any way you could be gay or bi or whatever and like you think about it because like you go to the gym and you notice like a really ripped guy at the gym. You're like, Oh my gosh, that guy looks like, what am I looking at here? You know, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you then, go, you, yeah. You go through these mental motions. Yeah. And like, you think about it and you're like, are you just noticing him because he's ripped and you're just this fat slob trying to like, not be, <laughs> you know, overweight or is this like, is he attractive? And like you do those mental gymnastics and like, it's like it's like those TikToks. Ooh, am I attracted to this? <laughs> yeah, and it's am like I into this. <laughs> you know, I remember going through that mental gymnastic like a couple times, like in my twenties, and like I I'm not gay, but like sometimes I feel like I'm left out. You know, I'm like, I feel uh, like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I've had a lot. I've had I, I have a lot of my straight friends. They're like they're like the first thing the first thing they try to figure this. This stuff out is uh, is they they went and watched some gay porn and I was yeah. like, you actually went through all that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and so I because my... I mean, gay porn is shocking if you're not ready for it. I was gonna say, <laughs> is it weird as a woman that I enjoy gay porn? No, it is not weird at all. Okay, it is not weird at all. Like, like I know I know tons of women, <laughs> and I've read I've read actual like like articles and research on it. You know, uh. We can talk about that another. Yeah, sorry. You know, yep. it's, 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 I... it's not. It's not. It's not weird. You know, as a matter of fact, it's it's almost like a reverse of why. Of a, it was almost like a reverse take on why like men are into like lesbian porn. Mm-hmm. It's a reverse though. Yeah, I, I can tell you for a fact that I am not into gay porn. <laughs> I did that research when I was go- doing those mental gymnastics, and I was like, uh-huh. definitely mm-hmm. not. So. Not that I have anything against it or people who are into it. It's just. But you tested it out and it just. I did. It just. Well, I'm just a fucking freak. I watch. I watch all sorts of porn. Yeah, but you're in all sorts of. But you're into all sorts of people. All sorts of legal. (laughs) True. I mean, it's different. It's different for you guys, though, right? Because you guys are into all sorts of different people, and like, it's just that's not. I. One of these. uh, One of the. One of the. One on a future episode of, of uh, I was about to say Crossroads on a future episode of After Dark. <laughs> well, with Stoy was... and Austin, I'm sure that would probably come up. Yeah. Too, so. <laughs> well, uh, on a future episode, I'll I'll talk about how like how like I started like coming to realize that I wasn't 
wasn't straight. And I'm talking about as a kid, you know, when I say as a kid, I mean like, you know, like probably as early as like 12 or 13, like when I started started thinking That'd be great because I've had a similar experience and I would say I was around 12 when I, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It it was funny because even after I did all those mental gymnastics, I had a conversation with my gay friend, Adam, and he's like, Dude, you're the straightest person I've ever met. You just need to stop. <laughs> I love it. They're like, aw. Uh, we were friends for a really long time. And when I left the restaurant, we haven't talked. We've talked like a couple times since then, but not since. I I want to get. I would like to have him on this show. I think he would be really interesting on this show in particular. Because he's like, he's really weird and funny and fun. And I just like, he would be perfect for this show. But I don't know if he would even be interested in being on a podcast. But I, I'll reach out to him and see if he reach would. Reach out ever. to him. See, reach out to him. Yeah. See if, uh... <laughs> and like, it, it was always funny because like my, <laughs> my, our joke was I was always just like, Adam, don't be gay. And he's like, don't be straight. <laughs> don't be straight. I love it. <laughs> uh, Shit. Wow, you got me. You got me to run my mouth, Stephanie. Shit, like usually it's Corey that's that's doing this. I know. I try to keep my mouth shut this time. I saw you trying. I'm like, don't worry, we'll we'll get to him. Um, <laughs> Corey would probably put the brakes on me as soon as I broke out a, a sleazy sex story. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, right. I've told enough of those on here. I don't. don't <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got I've got more if you want to like have a. Listen, guys, we don't have to have a competition, but you know what? Oh, Stephanie, let me says, tell you about all the different costumes I've seen over the years, Laron. <laughs> Dude, I live vicariously through your stories because I feel like I have the appetite and the imagination to want to have experienced these things. But I grew up a very sheltered life with not the right circumstance. So, like, yeah. I, I wish I could have half the amount of experiences oh. and I would like to, but my current partner likes vanilla and that's all he likes. I feel like, uh, I, I feel like if you're anything like me, then chances are like, you know, like family upbringing and probably religion had a lot to do with it. Cause, uh, cause I, I, I'll put it this way, you know, like as a, as a teenager growing up and stuff, I had my fun, but it wasn't the same amount of fun that I, you know, like I, I wound up having as an adult, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I really feel like, you know, like if I'd actually like, not ran in that direction but you know kind of veered in that direction you know like i probably there's a reason there's a reason why like people do things to excess and it's usually because of something that that goes on in their childhood and stuff like you know whether it's strict parents or heaven forbid something fucking happens to you you know stuff like that which that's a conversation that we could have at some point too you know um but but yeah like usually like usually like the things that we we run against as kids like kind of like mold us into who we become as adults as sexual animals as you know all this stuff you know stuff like that and definitely like one of the biggest things for me is that you know like i i the the black american community like there is there is there is an in there's like an there's like an inbred not inbred there's like a, there's like a, there's like a, a natural born tendency to be homophobic and stuff like that and I remember, and I remember when I was a kid, like you know, like I was starting to already wrestle with the fact that I'm not normal, you know, like as far as like sexual orientation goes and stuff like that, you know. Um, I was, yeah, thank you for the air quotes because yeah, like I don't want anyone that's listening to us and probably going through that thinking that that 
that not being straight is well, is, is not normal. Yeah, we're using air the, quotes, guys, for I those mean, who are just listening. In the nineties and even the early two thousands, that was like considered not normal. You know, I mean that's yeah. I mean that's where growing up with that terminology, right? It's yeah. like you know, I mean I've said a lot of things I'm not proud of in in that way, but like I also grew up in an all white Mennonite community where mm-hmm. like you know it if you were darker than pale you were scary right i mean that that's yeah you know what i mean that that's that's where it grew up and like this could be a topic another for another day too but like you know even now like i still fight myself when like (laughs) it's it's just like this constant thing of like i when i'm in Akron or at work or something and I see someone shady and I still like look over my shoulder and stuff and it's like not that's you gotta like I don't know it's, it's like it? the, you know I mean it's just this weird thing and I don't want to like I don't want to be like that you know yeah. I just I isn't it crazy how on your modern brain like it feels like you got stunted somewhere in your development Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy, and it's and the, and the sad part about it is, is because like it's you're a product of your you're a product of of your environment. So like mm-hmm. nurture has a lot to do with it, right? Yeah. And there's literally days when it's like you almost feel like you're going insane because like because like you're like I know this is wrong, but I still have these thoughts and stuff yeah. like that, you know. Or or better yet, or better yet, like I was taught this is wrong, but it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And but you know like why the fuck That's... am I so conflicted about it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's where, you know, that's how I grew up, right? And, like, all, like, like the way I was kind of, like, raised is, like, gay people were bad. Multi, mm-hmm. like, uh, mixed race relationships were bad. Like, all these things were just, like, they're bad. And I'm, like, like yeah. and, you know, it wasn't until and, I... But there, was, but there was no rational reason for why. No, and, like, you know, gay was a term for, like, a derogatory term, right? And, like if you didn't like something, it was gay, you know? And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like that until I moved to college and I, my, one of my roommates was black and like, you know, growing up in an all white community, that was like, that was scary because of the way I was raised and grew up, you know? And like, I learned that, oh, well, there's just people out there that don't understand and, are even so far to say mean about this type of stuff. And, Fuck yeah. you know, Fuck and yeah. obviously now in today's society there, that's everywhere, you know, whether it's social media blasting it out or whatever, but like, it's just, man, growing up is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this one, this one topic tonight, is going to spawn many conversations. Yeah. I mean, we can, um, yeah, this is, this is a topic for a different day, but like growing up is wild. Everybody. Well, I'm so happy this topic spawned a lot of topics. Oh yeah. yeah. I was just about to say it was your topic. Any any final thoughts? (laughs) Um, no, I just, again, want to shout out if people are interested, uh, check out open to it series.com. Um, they're a great group of people to support <laughs> and I can't I'm looking forward to more of their episodes to see what happens. Yeah, like, is it, yeah, like is I've it... got the IMDB page up open for it and I I'm very I would I I want to watch it whenever it becomes available. Is it, What's up, Corey? Is it <laughs> I just thought of something really 
wrong. I thought I thought you were gonna say if people are interested, hit me up on Twitter. I was like, oh, oh my god! Oh. I was like, this this is not where I thought that was going, and it didn't go I that way. If so, if I did what's... say that, would I really get any DMs? Though I'm you not wrong. Are you would. kidding? <laughs> I don't think so. Between 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 your openness on this show, plus the stuff that you post on Instagram with your poll workouts, that <laughs> you should probably just close your DMs right now. <laughs> I have not gotten a single one of those creepy type DMs. Did you know that? Oh wow, they respect you. Wow. No, this is why I have the well. I guess I'm kind of ugly syndrome. So. No. Jesus Christ, no. No, it's probably <laughs> the other way around. People are just intimidated. That could be it. Mm, I don't know if I buy the intimidation thing, but oh, we can it's, also it's have a conversation. Thing. It's a thing. You there, just, was, you, there was a you point. Just announced, my... You just announced that Novel 5 is on the way. Trust me. Like, there is an intimidation factor in yeah. that alone. Yeah. Let's let's face it. You. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, no, a... I'm not inviting people into my DMs. I want to. Oh, trust me. If they get the idea your, your DMs are slidable, they will be all up in it. <laughs> There is a very there is a very interesting moment in my life where like I had a ten. If, you, if I'm ranking right, not to like put a number on women's looks or anything, but I had a ten. Oh, I was like, what? Okay. And that after that, there was a point where like I didn't feel confident in myself, so I wouldn't even attempt anything over a seven. Intimidation is a thing. So, and then I had my wife. She's also a 10. Oh, There you go. See? There you go. She's a 12. Oh. Out of 10. There you go. All right. Well, I think this is I think this is a wonderful time to go ahead and wrap this yes. up. Yes. <laughs> Cuz we could we could do another 3-hour show we it seems like tonight. I know. Yeah. It, it looks like we it looks like we can embarrass ourselves all night. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just I've I've just deemed this show. This is where I'm going to embarrass myself, and this is where it's going to happen. Well, even if even though I'm not the one with the craziest of stories, there are things that I've said, and when I say admitted to, admitting is probably not the best word because it makes it sound like I did something wrong. But like things I've confided in, that probably the majority of my inner circle actually don't know. Mm. Ooh. Not not because I'm hiding things, like whatever, but it's just. Yeah, but these aren't conversations you're going to go have with your mom at dinner, right? I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that, and you know, I I hate to say it, but um, they're not so much friends anymore. But I, you know, a lot of my female friends, I did not tell them that I'm bisexual because they've kind of said to me in conversations that just happen, like, I wouldn't be okay with if any of my friends were lesbian or bisexual because I don't know if they'd be hitting on me, which again can also be another topic. And that's that's just that's just homophobia right there. Mm -hmm. So just like a side, like. There are things that I'm bearing on, bearing out on here that you know I acknowledge that could be listened to anyone. But mm-hmm. in a sense, I'm glad I have this platform to say because I'm very comfortable with you guys. Yes. I love you yeah. guys. Yeah, same, same for me. Like you know, like um, like there's a lot of stuff I don't just talk about like to like everybody. Like, I'm like all my really close friends. You know, they 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 know they know about me. They know stuff about me and stuff like that. But you know, like it always feels good to have like a safe space to talk about this stuff freely and openly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's also interesting for me to learn different perspectives on things, because like, a, I mean, I don't I, outside of like, oh, whoa, whoa, hold hold on, free finish that thought. 
this is not the gay agenda being pushed upon you, <laughs> forced upon you, Corey. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I'm going to come out here next week with like a rainbow mesh sleeveless top or whatever and some booty shorts i'm just that'd be great if, if it was i can loan you one i can loan you i can loan you a sleeveless top i i ha- i have a ton of sleeveless shirts in my closet actually i just like i gotta i gotta lose the weight first Laron, and then i oh one day on a milestone weight week i will wear a sleeveless shirt in honor of you Laron. <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty I'm, but i'm gonna hold you to it, it. okay <laughs> Like, oh Lord, Corey's showing some skin. It must be mm. my birthday. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I did not mean to objectify the man like that. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know what you're objectifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, everyone. This has been Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast of the flagship show for Boss Rush Network. Uh, we'd like to uh, go ahead and thank you all for for listening to us tuning in being patrons stuff like that you you know the deal uh before we head out here's how you can connect with the crew uh stephanie go first great uh people can find me on twitter and instagram at klimov k-l-i-m-o-v underscore author uh, as the guys alluded to all my poll stuff is on instagram <laughs> but all my actual content creations on twitter um I you'll find me on Wednesday nights um, on the flagship show Boss Rush podcast. Um, I'm also on Standard Definition, leading the uh, classically animated Disney movie discussions, and I write articles for BossRush.net. All right, Corey, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Corey in HD. You can find me on Nintendo Power Block. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast. And you can also find me on various iterations of Standard Definition. All right. And as always, you can catch me on social media, Exodus803. That's also my Twitch and YouTube channels. Uh, uh, I am also on the Standard Definition series for the MCU as well as um, Mass Effect. And don't forget, Crossroads, I almost I almost screwed it up. <laughs> I'll eventually get I'll eventually get it right. The show the show's changed over now. It's the it's the Crossroads podcast uh, from Boss Rush Network, and uh, find that every Tuesday night on my Twitch channel at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So definitely for, don't forget to look us up. All right, everyone, come back and join us for our next installment of Boss Rush After Dark, where we will be back with e- with more topics that aren't completely content appropriate for our other anchor shows, guys. The, tonight was definitely not something that would be on Nintendo Power Block. <laughs> I don't know. That Kirby discussion we had a couple weeks ago got pretty spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get into mouthful mode. Yeah. Mouthful mode. Talked a lot about called? mouthful mode. Okay. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm going to just throw that terminology at my boyfriend and see what his reaction <laughs> is. <laughs> All right, everyone, we're out of here. You guys take care of yourself. Live a little. Have some fun. You know, like life's too short to life's too short to take everything for granted. Uh, We definitely love to have a 26-hour workday. Well, not workday. I'm sorry. Whoa! No, we do not. We do not. I'm sorry. I'm tired. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a good night. We'll we'll see you next time. (laughs) Goodbye.